Hello, this is John Chafee, and you are listening to the 585 Prevention Podcast, brought to you by Partners for Prevention in Allegheny County. Today, we have Acasa's community educator, Ann Weaver, to discuss National Birth Defects Prevention Month, which is in January. So we're kicking off 2022. So Ann, what is National Birth Defects Prevention Month? It's actually a month that is dedicated to increasing awareness to reduce the chances of babies born with birth defects. So it's sponsored by National Birth Defects Prevention Network, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the March of Dimes, and other organizations that are dedicated to that cause. Would you talk to us about some substances that can lead to birth defects that maybe soon to be or young ladies don't realize or know about? Absolutely. A teratogen is anything that causes birth defects. So if you're talking about substances, alcohol is one of them. Because what happens is when a woman drinks alcohol, the same concentration that's in the alcohol that she's drinking gets to the baby. So we always say when mommy uses, so does baby. And we know that alcohol can cause lifelong developmental, physical, emotional problems. And those problems are irreversible. Unfortunately, though, John, many people who drink alcohol drink it within the first trimester, and many times a woman does not realize that she is pregnant. We hear this all the time. It's okay to have one drink, or wine is good for you. So when someone is pregnant, is there any safe level of alcohol for them to consume or type of alcohol for them to consume? There absolutely is not. Drinking during pregnancy at any time is like playing Russian roulette. You never really know, and because birth effects are totally preventable when it comes to using alcohol, it's just best not to have any alcohol at all because it also does increase the risk of miscarriage and stillbirth as well. Also sudden infant death syndrome, which we know is SIDS. I don't want to call it my favorite substance, but my favorite topic, I guess, is tobacco use because I work for New York State's tobacco control program and we know how addictive smoking can be. When mother smokes, what can that cause in the child or what effects can it have on the child? Well, aside from all the thousands of chemicals that are in a cigarette, when we look at carbon monoxide, it's a toxic gas that's found in cigarette smoke. It lowers the oxygen levels in the mother's blood, which means there's also less oxygen for baby. And we know that nicotine is the addictive drug that is found in tobacco, reduces blood flow by causing the blood vessels to narrow. So this means that fewer nutrients can get to the baby. And unfortunately, pregnant women who smoke have more problems with pregnancy and delivery than non-smokers do and may have a baby with low birth weight. Unfortunately, I did know a woman years ago who miscarried while she was smoking and she definitely said I know that's why I lost my baby and it took a long time for her to get through that but her doctor confirmed that that's probably what happened also. I'm going to ask you the same question about tobacco as I did about alcohol because now we have vaping is a hot topic and we hear all the time from people that vaping is safer than smoking. It's not as harmful, which you and I know there's no long-term studies yet to guarantee and prove all of that or any of it. For women who vape, should they quit or be concerned about vaping while they're pregnant? Yes, they should be because we know that in the vape, there are metals, tin, lead. I can't think of the other ones. I'll help you. Nickel. Okay, nickel. And we know too that, like you said, less harmful doesn't mean harmless. And again, whatever the mom's vaping, it's getting through to the baby. Okay.
the substance that is on everybody's mind in prevention because it's now legal for adults who are 21 and over to use and possess, not necessarily buy yet, but that's a whole nother podcast we could get into. What do mothers need to know about using marijuana while they're pregnant? First of all, the chemicals in the marijuana pass through the mother and can harm a baby's development. This includes brain development and growth. It's also connected to low birth weight, and then that's according to research, definitely. And it has also been connected to preterm birth and possible stillbirth as well. And we know that marijuana smoke contains a lot of the same harmful chemicals as tobacco smoke, so that's not a big jump to, for that understanding. So with marijuana now being legalized in New York State, like we said, with adults 21 and over, other states have shown with studies that they've done, mothers who are pregnant or breastfeeding and using marijuana in states where it's legal has actually been on the rise. What should mothers know or who should they be speaking to if they're pregnant or if they're breastfeeding and they do use products with marijuana or thinking about using products with marijuana? They should definitely be talking to their doctor because the American Academy of Pediatrics is very strict about avoiding marijuana use in pregnancy and nursing and other organizations as well. And that all ties back to what we said earlier, John, that when mommy uses, so does baby. Research has shown that low birth weight and developmental problems are attributed to the chemicals in marijuana that pass through the mother into the baby's development. So Colorado did a study where they contacted marijuana retailers and they asked them if they were a mother, is it okay to use marijuana for nausea, for other effects while pregnant? And sadly, the majority of them said, yes, it's safe for you to use. Right now, we don't have retailers in New York State, but we're going to soon, probably within 18 months. And I chuckle at this because I, it doesn't make sense in my mind, and it's just hard for me to say it. But what should people, mothers, realize about people who work in marijuana retailers and asking them questions about, is it safe for me to use this product while pregnant? Who is the only people they should really be getting that advice from? medical people because the people who own and run dispensaries are not medical professionals. They are out to make the money and the fact that 70% of the dispensaries in Colorado were suggesting high potency THC marijuana for morning sickness is really disturbing. If people want more information on National Birth Defects Prevention Month, where can they go? They can go to the National Birth Defects Prevention Network at NBD. PN.org, and there's all types of resources and information there. And if you're local and you feel like you need to talk to someone about your substance use because quitting during pregnancy is so important, you can call our clinic at 585-593-6738. And I do just want to suggest that even if you're thinking about taking an over-the-counter drug, please consult your doctor or the pharmacist. The pharmacists are medical professionals, so please do that, ladies, because what's best for you is best for baby, and we want healthy babies. Okay. You heard it here on the 585 Prevention Podcast. January is National Birth Defects Prevention Month, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. I hope everybody is having a happy beginning to their 2022, and remember, prevention, prevention works. works.